Welcome to season three of the Get Your Money Right podcast, the podcast where not only do we want you to get your money, we want you to get your money right. This show is designed specifically for ambitious moms, dads, husbands, and wives to help you get money out of the way so you start living life on your own terms. And if you're finally ready to transform the way you do money, come sign up for one of our free resources at yourmoneyright.com. Again, that's yourmoneyright.com. What's the good news, people? Welcome, welcome to the Get Your Money Right podcast, the podcast where we talk about money like it's everybody's business. I'm your host, the money misfit, Jamar Dupas, and this is a very special bonus episode outside of our normal uh, episodes that we do on a weekly basis that come out every Monday. Today is a special episode because I was able to get a friend of mine, a mentor of mine, a multi-millionaire to give us a peek inside some of his own private trainings. He did a special workshop with some of his VIP partners on goal setting. And not just goal setting, as you've probably heard it before, but this is goal setting you've never heard before. Not only how to set your goals, but how to achieve your goals and have a certain amount of certainty that is unfair to the average person. But of course, you know, we don't do average around here. But anyway, this is part two. If you've not heard part one, go back and listen to it. You should be able to find it in your podcast feed or if you're a misfit, all you have to do is log in. You'll find it back there in the members area where you can get all three right there waiting for you right now. So you can go ahead and knock that out. Uh, for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, look, go back to the next one and then we'll get you to catch up at a later date. But with that being said, I'm going to get out of the way and I introduce to you again, my friend, mentor, multimillionaire, Mr. David Imanitie with part two of this VIP goal setting workshop. Enjoy. All right. All right. Well, once again, this is David Imanitie. Uh, good evening or good morning, uh, depending on where you're calling in from. Uh, realize that people are actually listening to this call uh, from all around the world, even got some messages uh, all the way from Italy, uh, folks that actually had a chance to listen to the call uh, last night. So I want to say congratulations again uh, to each and every one of you. I know we've got a jam-packed call here tonight. I believe we're already at capacity uh, for tonight's call. So I uh, definitely want to say huge congratulations to each and every one of you uh, for being on this call. And once again, I do consider it a privilege to to share with you uh, from the experience that we've had uh, being an entrepreneur for the last 12 years uh, of my life and, and obviously all the experiences that we've been able to learn uh, and obviously apply into our, our lives uh, to actually create the type of success that we've had so far, but even more importantly, uh, the type of success that's really coming here uh, towards not just me, but each and every one of you that's on this call right now. Uh, I, I just I just believe a lot of great things are happening right now. Uh, I could definitely feel uh, the energy from each and every one of you that's actually uh, been plugged in. And I can tell you this is just the beginning. This is not even uh, the scratch of the scratch of this journey that we're actually going on uh, together. And, you know, last night uh, we started talking about goals and the importance of really having uh, a goal and the difference between goals and, and, and wishes and the difference between having a goal or just, you know, having some shoulds in your life, uh, we talked about that. And uh, I want you guys to understand that 
you know, once you have a goal, uh, you've already gone through the ABCs. You know, we had a first call series that we had together was the ABCs uh, of success. And, you know, when you've got a goal, you now know that, you know, my attitude has got to be uh, at, uh, at its peak. You know, my belief system uh, has to be uh, really at a high level, and I've got to be committed. You know, there's no point in setting a goal. I want you to write this down. This is really going to be the first point that I'm going to give you tonight. There is no point in me setting a goal to achieve anything if my attitude is not where it needs to be, if my belief system has not been trained uh, to operate at a very high level, and if I'm not committed. Because I could tell you any goal that you wrote down is going to require, uh, it's going to require you, amongst a lot of other things, it's definitely going to require you to have the ABC. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that call series, uh, definitely make sure you put that on your to-do list. So as you go out and you set these goals that, that we know that you're going to accomplish, uh, you've got the basics in place. Now, before I go into tonight's call, we did uh, actually give a homework assignment, uh, so to speak, about you know the six steps to setting goals. And tonight I'm going to take you through step-by-step step, uh, really what you need to do and really how uh, to actually implement each step uh, into your life. But I also want to touch on really what the purpose is of setting goals, having goals. What's the purpose? It's not so much about acquiring things. It's not so much about acquiring material things. Those things will happen, uh, and it will be a byproduct of the true purpose of setting goals. This is another point that I want you to write down. The true purpose of setting a goal is for you to grow. That is really the true purpose of setting or having a goal. It's for you to grow personally, all right? It's, it's for you to stretch. It's for you to stretch your mind. And one of the things that we've learned, that a mind that's been stretched to a certain point can never go back, all right? The purpose of setting goals and having goals has to do with you creating a new comfort zone for your life. The purpose for having goals or setting goals is creating and raising your standards, raising your standards for your life. And tomorrow, I'm really going to delve into that uh, as far as the comfort zone, as far as the standards, really how you will know that you're now ready to accomplish the goal that you wrote down. So I, I am uh, extremely uh, fired up about tonight's, uh, about tonight's call because really – this is going to be the meat and potatoes of really goal setting and, and, and uh, what it's all about. You know, I, I told you guys uh, years ago in 2008, uh, I was in a very, very bad place, 2007, 2008. I was in a very bad place in my life. I had been an entrepreneur just for about four years at that time, and nothing seemed to be working uh, at all. You know, the businesses that I – I tried my hands in, it was not working, or oh, I thought it wasn't working because I wasn't earning uh, the type of income that I, I felt I deserved after all the time and the effort that I put into it. But, you know, I learned from the coaches and mentors that I had that I had to stay in personal self-development. And really at that time, I really didn't have a whole lot of money to, to buy the audios or go to the seminars or buy the books. I really didn't. So I just I went to YouTube. And I would just search for information uh, on, on YouTube. And I ran across 
uh, a training done by Zig Ziglar, and it was just a short clip. I, I don't think it was maybe all together, maybe about 15 minutes, and it completely transformed my life, just those 15 minutes. And that's why you can't discount the time that we spend together uh, because you may say, well, it, it, it's just a couple days or it's just three days. I can tell you that one conversation can completely change uh, a person's entire life, just one piece of information. And that's what happened for me in 2008. And, and I followed this formula, and, and not only did I learn the formula, I've actually followed it time and time again to accomplish uh, thus far what we've been able to do. Uh, so I wanted to, I want to give that to you and, and through the experience that we've had to really show you how to implement each one. Now, I, I want you to begin with the end in mind already. So the mindset that I want you to have listening to this call is that I've already succeeded. You know, what happens has already happened. It's important for you to do that. I said that on the call last night, that the film director uh, really shoots the end of the movie, shoots the end of the movie before he films the rest of the movie. And that's the mindset that I want you to have. So there's a certain enthusiasm, there's a certain excitement that you're going to have while this call is actually taking place, you know, while you're doing the exercises that we're going to talk about. So let's jump right into the six steps. Step number one, I want you to write this down. Uh, you say, well, David, I've written it already. Write it down again. I'm going to talk a lot about repetition and why repetition, you've heard it before, is the mother of all learning, uh, but it's essential for you to actually understand the power of repetition. It's a gift that God has given each and every one of us to do something over and over and over again to master it and to dominate it, all right? So I want you to write uh, these six steps down. Step number one is for you to write the goal down. Write the goal down. So for me to write the goal down, I first have to have a goal. We've already defined really what a goal is and what's required for it to actually be a goal. See, you know, it says write the vision, write the goal, write the vision, make it plain. So we're going to talk about that, making it plain. It's so essential that you do that. Make it plain, meaning make it simple, all right? Make it plain so who sees it will run. See, the reason why it's so essential for you to write the goal down, and I'm going to explain to you how you want to write this down, all right? It's so essential for you to do that because look at what it says. It says that when you write the vision, when you write the end result, that what you want to do is you want to make it plain so who sees it will run. And here's the deal. What you see determines a lot of times, majority of times, what you see really determines how you feel. So most people see the devastation that's going on in their lives. Most people see the lack. Most people see the average. Most people see I'm working this particular job right now. You know, most people see I've got this amount of income coming in. Most people see I've got this amount of money in my bank account. And what happens is if that's what you decide to focus on, guess what? That's the vision. That's the vision that you're running towards. So what you've got to do, you've got to say to yourself, when you write the goal down and you're seeing it, because another part of this is for you to put your goal in plain sight where you can see it every single day. Write the vision, make it plain, make it simple, so who sees it will run. Who's going to see it? You, the person that's written out in that vision, because what you see determines how you feel, how you feel 
will ultimately determine what you do, the action that you actually take. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to get a hold of an index card, all right? Get a hold of an index card where you can actually write down your goals. So we talked last night about $10,000 a month. I'll just kind of go along with that as well. Your goal could be anything, all right? It could be anything that you want to accomplish, all right? But let's just go with $10,000 a month. I want you to write it down this way, all right, because I want you to write it down as if it's already done. All right, and there's so many different ways that you can do this. One of the ways that, that I've done it is, is simply saying, I, David Imonitie, earn over $10,000 per month. Okay, you know, I, David, you know, what you do is you, you put the I, you put your name. See, that for me represents the am. Okay, I am, I, David Imonitie. All right, and that's what you do. You put that down, I, David Imonitie, earn. Over and you put the income or whatever it is. I didn't mean take drive this. I didn't mean take do this. Whatever it is, you want to have it in present terms. So when you see it, that's what that's the image that you're driving to your subconscious mind. That is the image. That is the vision that you're seeing. And guess what? You're going to continuously run towards it. Now the beauty of this reason why step number one is so critical is that when you see it over and over and over again, you will now start to move to the next wave or the next level, so to speak, where you will start saying it, right? When you start seeing something, now you start to say it. A lot of times what we see dominates our conversation. So if I'm seeing over and over again, if you're seeing over and over again what it is that you want for your life, you're now going to start saying it, and now the creative force that's on the inside of you starts to go to work for you. Now, sometimes in the very beginning when you start doing this, there will be that other voice in your head that tells you that you can't do it, all right? And what you've got to do is you've got to drown that other voice with the positive incantations, and this is where you put your body all right, you put your body and have your body be involved in your repetition of saying what it is that you've written down. Another reason why you want to have your goals written down this way, all right, it, and it's critical for you to really understand what it is that we're talking about here tonight because some people look at this and say, well, David, this sounds kind of corny. Uh, does this really work? There was a study that Harvard University did. And what they did was they actually went back and looked at the, the entire graduating class. I believe, I forgot what, what year it was, and uh, they, they looked at uh, all of the success that the people had, and they actually said, well, how many of you had goals? And everybody said they had goals, but only 3% of the, of the graduates actually had their goal written down on paper. And the 3% actually out-earned and out-achieved 97% of the other classmen just because they looked at the common denominator and they said, this 3% right here had their goals in writing. Let me tell you another powerful element of writing down your goals. What it does is it takes something that is invisible and it makes it visible. It makes something that is invisible See, right now, earning $10,000 a month may seem invisible. You can't see it right now, but
But the moment you write it down, the moment you make it plain, all right, I, David Nietzsche, I, whatever your name is, is earning over. The moment you do that, you're now taking something that is invisible and you're making it visible. It becomes more real to you. And that's all you really want. You just want your goal to become more real to you. You just want your goal to become believable. As you know, right, it says if I can believe it, then it becomes possible for me. So possibility for you has been redefined. It's not based on what's happening in your life right now. It's not based on what's happened in your past. It's not based on what someone else has said or what someone else has done. Possibility for you is now predicated on you believing it, and that's where you've got to get yourself to through the power of repetition of writing it down, seeing it, and then saying it over and over and over and over and over again. All right? Writing the goal down is critical. It's the very first step but it's critical to your success, all right? Now, step number two, step number two to actually uh, uh, goal setting is having a date of completion, all right? It's having a date of completion. Now, having a date of completion, guys, I want you to understand what it is that we're talking about here. I don't want you to feel like having a date of completion is a deadline. All having a date of completion is is to just keep you in a mode of action. It's to keep you in a mode of action. It's to give you uh, a sense of uh, when, when there's a pot at the end of the rainbow, all right? That's all it is. I don't want you to be so emotionally attached to the date that you put down that if it does not happen on that date that you feel like, well, this process does not work. I want you to take this from me. The moment you write it down, that's when it's actually done. The moment you write that goal down, you've got to get yourself emotionally to the point where you emotionally and intellectually understand that the moment you actually write that goal down, that's when it actually takes place. All right? So the only time that really matters, the true time that really matters is the moment you write that goal down. You have got to be present. Now is the most important time. See, you know, my creative doesn't operate on time. Men operate on time, right? What you operate on, right, when you really understand this from a spiritual standpoint, is that once I say it, that's when it comes to pass, right? So I've written it down. Now I'm saying it, that's when it actually comes to pass. But I put a date of completion on it just to give me that sense of urgency to move quickly and continue to take the action steps to actually get it done. I can't tell you how many times I wrote a goal down and I had a date of completion for it, and, you know, I just, I just kept working, just kept working, kept working, kept working, kept working. And I looked up, you know, three months later, six months later, and that's when the goal actually got done. But the date of completion that I had was three, six months, a year earlier, right? I can't tell you how many times that happened, but the moment I wrote it down, that's when it really, really took place, all right? So you have a date of completion. You set the date of when you're going to get to whatever the goal that you've actually set. 
when is that going to actually happen uh, for you? But remember, you already believe that it's already happened. It's critical that you operate from that standpoint because what happens is people will get discouraged, all right? They'll get discouraged. They say, well, it didn't happen by this date, so uh, I don't know when it's going to happen. You can't think like that. The moment you say it, that's when it's already taking place, all right? Now, this is the part that I really wanted to get to because this is where I know a lot of people really drop the ball, okay? This is where a lot of people really miss out on what's already theirs. Remember I said the attitude that you have is so critical, and that's why step number three, and that's why I wanted to give you a homework assignment for you to really look in the mirror and really start to identify the obstacles that will come. Let me tell you this right now. When you set a goal, something that's going to completely change your life, and the bigger the goal, understand the bigger the challenge that's going to come to try to stop you and notice I said try. It's going to try and stop you from accomplishing your goals. And what I want us to do tonight is really delve into this and really identify what these obstacles are. Now, we're putting together a 21 uh, uh, training course here, and we're really going to go really in-depth in this because this is going to be about uncovering the fears that most people have and really breaking out of those fears so you can go out and really live the life that you truly want to live. So when you look at these obstacles that people have, uh, it really starts with a negative way of thinking. It starts with a negative way of thinking. Uh, that's, one of the, that's one of the challenges. And negative ways of thinking usually, most times, they lead to negative self-talk. They lead to negative conversations. And neg negativity... Uh, just really, it starts to choke your dreams. It's, it starts to choke your energy, your vitality. It chokes everything that's necessary for you to go out there and accomplish the goal that you wrote down. So you're going to have to eliminate the negative thinking. You're going to have to eliminate the negative conversations. You're going to have to eliminate the negative associations. These are some of the obstacles that have uh, hindered you from accomplishing or even taking the next step, all right, taking those steps that are necessary because we're going to get to the action steps, and that's where commitment really comes into play, all right? So negative talk, negative thinking, negative associations, all right? You've got to take personal inventory right now of really who is in your life, who is speaking into your life, who are you having constant conversations with, all right? You're going to have, here's a big one, the guilt from your past. You know, we, we tend to focus on our past failures. You know, the challenges that we didn't overcome uh, in the past, the guilt of that. You're going to have to let that go, the past mistakes that, you, that you've made, all right? Uh, the fear of failure. That's another obstacle, the fear of failure. What if I'm not good enough? What if, what if I'm not, uh, what, if, what if this doesn't work out this time? You know, I've tried this before, and it didn't work out, David. Uh, why should I go for it again, right? The fear of failure, all right? A negative attitude, all right? A negative attitude. Also, here's a big one, holding on to past successes, holding on to past successes. You know, talk to leaders and people that have been successful, and, you know, a lot of times they want to talk about what they've done before in the past. And that's great. We congratulate you on what it is that you've done in the past. But if you're holding on to that and it's not causing you to go out 
and create a whole new future, that's when it becomes a challenge. But see, this is where you being an entrepreneur and you being free, all right, to go after your goals and your dreams, this is where now you have to have the power on the inside of you to start creating a new future that's greater than your past. The moment you start to do that, when you start to create a future of what it looks like a year from now, what it looks like three years from now, what it looks like seven years from now, what it looks like ten years from now, when you start to create that picture in your mind, you will start to forget. You will start to forget what has happened in the past, whether it was good or whether it was bad, because the only thing that stops us from having a great life is a good life. So you're going to have to let go of some things, some achievements that you had. We celebrated it. Uh, we, we love you for it, and, and we'll always, people will always uphold you in that, in that manner. But in your mind, you've got to say to yourself, hey, listen, I've, I, I've got some more to do here. I've got some new goals here. I've got a new future that I'm actually creating here. What obstacles are you going to let go of? What inner conflicts are you going to let go of? You know, sometimes we meet people that are very judgmental. You know, they're looking at other people's lives and trying to figure out what's wrong with their life or what's wrong with this person and what they did wrong. Well, guys, I'm going to ask you not to do that because it's clear. It says, judge not so you won't be judged, all right? So you've got to let go of that. And, and what I did and what I want you to do is as I've talked about these obstacles, and I'm pretty sure there's more that you could probably think of, what I want you to do is I just want you to take the opposite of it. Just look at the opposite of it, and that's what I want you to focus on. So where it says, you know, having negative thinking, well, what are, what are some positive thoughts that I can have about my life? Right, what, is some po what is it that I can be grateful for, right? That allows you to change that negative thinking and turn it into positive thinking when you start to look at what am I grateful for? Is it the breath that I have in my lungs? Is it the fact that I can see? Is it the fact that I can walk? Is it the fact that I can be on this conference call right now? Uh, is it the, whatever it is, right? Is it, is, it, is it your children? Is it your spouse? Is it, what, what can I be grateful for? What can, I can now start to think about those things, right? Because I can promise you this, there's someone else out there that would love to have something that's taking place in your life right now. Right, so you've got to change that. So, okay, what are the positive things that I can think about, right? The, the, the negative talk. Okay, what are some positive conversations that I can have? And remember what I said, once you have the negative thinking, it usually leads to negative, thought, negative uh, um, conversations, right? But now if I start having positive thoughts, that's ultimately going to lead to positive conversations, right? And then the negative associations. Uh, who, who, who can I now start to spend time with? Who can I now make the phone call? Too, all right, that, that's going to be uplifting, that's going to be encouraging, that's, that's going to say, hey, you know what, David, you can do it. David, go for it. David, who's, who's going to be the one that's going to celebrate you? You've got to identify that. I'll talk about that also in step number four, okay? The guilt from the past, guys, the opposite of that is forgiveness. So maybe you create some affirmations about forgiveness. Who do you need to forgive? First of all, a lot of us probably need to forgive ourselves, and then you figure out, who do I need to forgive? And you let go of that situation there, all right? The fear of failure, let me tell you what you do with the fear of failure. You take action. The only antidote, the only antidote to fear is action. The only antidote, the only remedy to fear is action and success. Success is a moving target. It's never something you actually get to. It's always going to move. So you've got to make sure 
that you do not let the fear of failure to cause you to stay in one particular place, cause you to be stagnant. You've got to take action. Even if it's tough to take that action, you've got to, you've got to move yourself with the attitude that you have, with the positive talk that you have. You've got to let your goals give you that fuel that you need to go out and take action. And I'm going to talk about what those action steps are. All right. Now, you, all you're doing is just looking at the looking at the positives of the of the opposite of all these negative things that have held you back. You know, holding on to the past. The opposite of that is creating a new future. You've got to create a future greater, brighter than what has happened in the past, greater, brighter than what's happening in the present. All right. So take the time out if you haven't done it already. Really take the time out to list the obstacles. You know them more than anybody else. I can guarantee you, if you're honest with yourself, you'll say, this is what I know has been holding me back, all right? And then, and then what you do is you, you, you start to look at the opposite of it and say, okay, I'm going to start the practice. I didn't get here overnight. I didn't get to this place of, uh, of negative thinking or, or negative associations or uh, being judgmental. I didn't get here overnight. So guess what? The journey back is not going to happen overnight, but I promise you this, it's going to be a much shorter journey than the time that it took you to get to where it is that you don't want to be. I promise you that. If you guys have ever seen this happen before, where you drive somewhere for the first time and it seems like it takes you forever to get there, but once you're on your way back, the ride back always seems much shorter. That's the same thing that's going to happen with this transition that we're talking about here. All right? So that's step number three, really listing the obstacles. And how do I go ahead and, and really get over that? I've got to now look at the opposite of what those challenges are, all right, and make sure I, I align myself myself with the positive side of the negative things that I've actually looked at, that I've identified, because I believe that if you know the enemy, you can actually defeat the enemy. Step number four is identify the people. Guys, no man or woman is an island. You're never going to do anything great by yourself. If you ever hear someone say, I did this and I did that, uh, that, that they're lying, all right, because they didn't do it by themselves, and you're not going to do it by yourself. The great things that, that, that are, that are going to come from you, the, the, the amazing things that you're going to have done in your life, the impact that you're going to have on this world, the impact that you're going to have on yourself, the impact that you're going to have on your community, your city, your state, your country, your world, I promise you, promise you this, you're not going to be able to do it by yourself. They're going to be certain people that are going to come into your life that are going to help you and assist you in accomplishing the goals that you have for yourself. And that's the mentality you've got to have. Now, here's the thing. I don't want you to say you feel like you need people, all right? I want you to feel like you, you know, people hold you hostage to accomplishing your goals. That's not what I'm talking about here, all right? But I, but I do want you to understand that people will be a part of your success. And now what you've got to do is you've got to identify who those people are. You know, all great people are not necessarily for you. I want you guys to understand that. I know that sometimes that's really tough, you know, because we, we expect certain things from people, and when they don't give it to you, you think, oh, well, that person doesn't care about me. That's not necessarily the case. There's, there are certain people that are really assigned to you for a particular season in your life, and it takes wisdom for you to really recognize all right, it takes wisdom for you to recognize who these people are. And there are two parts that we're going to talk about here. You've got to really identify who, who your coach is, 
all right, and or who your mentor is. All right, now coaching and mentorship are two totally different things. I can coach you in the business that I'm in. I can do that. I can coach you on that. I can coach you to, to success. Coaching is very simple. I just give you the playbook. That's all. I just tell you, hey, if, you know, if you do this, you do this, you do that, you cut here, you cut here, here's what's going to happen. This, this is the result. I'm coaching from experience, right? That's what a coach does. A mentor is a little bit different. A mentor is someone that's really involved in your life. A mentor is someone who's really involved in your purpose. That's complete, that's a, that's a, a lot of times we misunderstand the purpose of a coach and think that coach is a mentor. That's not necessarily the case, right? Um, so so you, your coach is going to coach you towards a particular purpose, and a lot of times that purpose is for the team, all right? It's for, what, what, it's for the good of the team, right? And, and there's nothing wrong with that. All right, but so you're going to have to identify who the coach is. All right, I've had many coaches in my time as an entrepreneur, and they told me, David, if you do this, and if you do this, and if you do it this way, right, uh, guess what? This is what's going to happen. All right, and it did. All right, so mentorship is completely different. This is where you now really pour your life. That person pours their life into you, and the mentor's got to choose you. All right. And you also have to choose the mentor, all right? So you've got to identify that. I think, I think picking a champion um, to model can be the greatest gift that you, that you could ever have. I, I, I truly do believe that. I really do. And when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So there's a certain attitude you're going to have to have. There's a certain uh, um, uh, way that you're going to have to operate that's going to allow you to attract that right mentor, attract that right coach, all right? And, and there's some investment that goes into that, all right? You know, a lot of times we, we, want, it, we want to get certain things. We want to get the world for free. That, that's not possible, right? When I look at the industry that I'm a part of, all right, when I look at what my goals are for the, for the next seven years, for the next 10 years, there's, there's a particular coach and, or mentor that's in my mind Right now, I, I've got to now get myself prepared to be ready to have that person as a coach and a mentor. It's the same thing you're going to have to do in whatever industry that you're in, right? Because that coach or that mentor's time is extremely valuable, right? That's one part of it. The second part, as far as identifying, is identifying who you're going to be working with to help them accomplish their goals, which in turn will allow you to accomplish your goals. You've got to identify who those people are. All right? Identify who those people are. Who the, the mastermind team. You know, study that in Think and Grow Rich, the mastermind team concept. Because I told you, you're not going to be able to do this by yourself. You say, well, David, you know, I don't know who these people are right now. Well, guys, what you do is when you start to put your goals together, right, when you start to actually develop this right attitude, and you now have developed this positive thought talk here because you say, I don't know who these people are, or you keep saying, oh, I need this, or I need that, don't come from a place of need. Start speaking that you have a team of people that are going to help you accomplish your goals. And they're going to come because guess what? I'm going to be a source that's going to help them accomplish their goals and their purpose in life. That's an incredible relationship where people come into your life that help you accomplish what it is that you accomplish, but in turn, you help them accomplish the goals that they had for their life as well. So you start speaking along those lines if those people are really not 
in your consciousness right now, you can actually bring them into your life. I see it happen time and time and time again, but you're going to have to do that through your confession. You're going to have to do that through the attitude that you have of knowing that you already have this mastermind team of individuals together that's going to allow you to accomplish the purpose that you have for your life. Step number five here is plan of action. Having a plan of action. Now, having a plan of action is going to be suited towards whatever business or industry that you're a part of. And, and guys, these calls here, what we're, what we're doing here at this part, it's not, it's not specific to one company. It's not specific to one industry. This is, this, is, this is for all entrepreneurs. This is for anyone who wants to improve their life. So I want you to understand your plan of action, you've got to now double back and see who's the coach, who's the mentor, who's done what it is that I want to do, right? So now I can get the plan of action from that person. Now, your plan of action is going to consist of a few things. It's going to consist of daily habits. What are the daily habits? Because daily habits create discipline, and discipline is what creates a high skill level when it comes to any area of business. It's the discipline, but it's the habits that you create on a daily basis that create the discipline that give your skill level, all right, have your skill level go to the, to the degree that warrants you being able to be at $10,000 a month. You get it? So now we're going back to the end result. The end result was to get $10,000 a month. But now there's some daily habits I've got to now develop through discipline that will give me the skill level of a person that can earn $10,000 a month. Because remember, the conscious mind, the five senses, will only operate, or your subconscious mind will only operate to the degree that you've developed the conscious mind, which is now the skill sets. That's why you've got to have daily habits, all right? What are the things I need to do daily to grow my business? What are the things that I need to do on a weekly basis to grow my business, right, to grow me? What are the things that I need to do on a monthly basis? What are the things I need to do on a quarterly basis? And when you start to put this together, just small little changes, small little changes. You may look at it right now and say it's small, but you take it out a week, it gets bigger. You take it out a month, it gets bigger. You take it out 90 days, six months. Now you've, com you've completed a complete paradigm shift just making those small adjustments and developing the skill sets that are necessary. You guys are going to be hearing about the win formula, how it's so critical for you to understand that desires are critical and you got to add the skill sets. That's where a lot of people, that's where the rubber meets the road. No one wants to develop the skill set. And this is where modeling knowledge comes in to where you've got a coach or mentor, someone that you're watching, and you can model yourself after the way they actually do it. Are you going to put your own flavor on it? Absolutely. You are. But you still have that mode, that mold that you can actually follow there. We talked about that in step number four. All right? So the plan of action. What are the action steps that I need to take for me to accomplish the goals that I have? You've got to plan your workout. You've got to plan it out. You've got to plan out what are you going to do on a daily. It starts with a daily. starts with a daily. Everything starts with your day. If you can't make one day go right, how do you plan on making 24 years go right? right? If you can't make a great cake, you probably shouldn't start a bakery. So what you do on a daily basis will ultimately determine the big results that you're looking for, which will ultimately get you to the goal that you wrote down at the top of your pyramid. Number six, I'm going to close with this one. It's what's in it for me. What's in it for me? 
you know, creating a habit of writing down things that you want, dreaming, what's in it for me? What are you going to give yourself? What are you going to reward yourself with? What is it that you believe $10,000 a month really represents? What is it that you're going to give yourself? What's in it for me? That's step number six. You've got to have that really identified, and that's going to be part of what's going to push you and help you get through the challenges that are going to come on your way to accomplishing your goals. What's in it for me? What's in it for me? Okay? It could be something as small as going to, going to dinner or, or maybe taking a trip or, you know, purchasing a, a bag or, or getting a massage or, or buying a home or whatever it is. What's in it for me? And obviously it's going to be, uh, it's going to be in direct proportion to whatever your goal was. Right, but you've got to identify what's in it for me. Begin with the end in mind. These six steps, guys, these are six steps that I, once, once I believe in the goal, <laughs> right, once I believe in the direction that I'm going in, this is the formula that I put together. So the next seven years, this is the formula that I've put together. Right? And, and, and tomorrow we're going to talk about how do you know when it, when it happens? How do you know? How do you know that it's around the corner? How do you know that this, is, this goal that I've got is really a goal and it's not a wish? How do I really know? And there's a science behind it. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. Guys, I hope that you've been able to get uh, a, whole lot of, about, a whole lot from this call tonight. Uh, what I want you to do is what you did last night. did an amazing job. I read every comment that you had there. Go ahead and, and, and leave a comment on, on Instagram or, or Facebook. Uh, let someone else know. Uh, they don't necessarily have to be in the business that you're in or the company that you're in or the industry that you're in. Anyone that you know that, that really values their personal growth, go ahead and let them know about this call. They'll be able to get uh, the first two nights, obviously, once they register, but they'll obviously be on the live call that we'll do tomorrow at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, tomorrow night. Uh, once again, guys, I do consider it a true privilege to, to share with each and every one of you uh, just from the experience that we've had. And, and I believe that what we're sharing with you right now, you're going to implement it into your life, you're going to apply it into your life, and we're going to hear your story in the next 30 days, the next 90 days, the next six months, how you wrote the goal down and you accomplished it. Not because, understand this, guys. See, the power of agreement is very, very powerful. It's never because of you. It's never because of me. It's always because of a power of agreement. Once that comes into play, that's when great things start to happen for you and your family. So appreciate you guys once again. Don't forget, be on the call uh, uh, tomorrow night. Go ahead and leave your comments on Instagram and Facebook, and look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow night at uh, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. Good night. God bless. Wow. There, there we go again, right? Day two is in the books. Do you have your index cards? Did you write the vision? You make it plain? Did you go over your six steps again? Are you actually doing what he's saying to do? If you are, I am standing in agreement with you, and I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited you get to listen to this and put your vision down. That just means that the things that we're going to do from this point on are just going to be that much more effective, and I'm super excited about that. So uh, with that being said, remember, uh, head over to Mr. Imanitia's uh Facebook page and his Instagram account. Let them know that you are uh, you're listening. 
Let him know that you've learned something. Uh, sow that seed of encouragement back into him. Just like he sows the seeds of encouragement to so many people. Let's sow the seed of encouragement right back into him. Let him know we're listening. Let him know we're learning. Let him know that what he's doing is a good work. Right. So with that being said, uh, day three is coming right up. Thanks for listening. I love you and God bless. MPS. MPS. Yes. 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 I said we're talking about.